Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 299, air date May 21st, 2018. And again, for food justice, is like part of the anti-war movement, part of the peace movement. Because, um, well, for, for one thing, they're really poisoning us, these, like, these um, GMOs. They, they don't really test them, they don't know what they'll do to us, they, they cause a lot of problems, like, they might be, um, they make rats and mice, like, infertile in the second and third generation after, after they've ingested them, and, um, like, the fate is, is poisonous, like, recognized as a carcinogen, that's, that, that's the main ingredient in Roundup, and it's being used so much, it's in our water, it's even gets in our organic food, because the um, Roundup is like so prevalent. And um, now they, they have this thing called CRISPR, where they're just editing um, genes in, in, in um, with not adding new genes, so that's just as dangerous that there's even less regulation of that and they're going to start like selling us food that's produced by CRISPR like without any testing or regulation of it. And um, so what I was saying about um, about the peace movement and anti-imperialism is, is that, um, you know, the, the reason for all these wars is to like allow like Western corporations to, to um, control countries around the world and to run the world and a lot of a lot of countries don't allow gmos and monsanto in like russia banned gmos so that's part of the reason for all this russia gate stuff and this like rush to war against russia that um russia banned the most like there was the u.s government did the coup in ukraine and installed a nazi government in ukraine so that they could bring um, Monsanto in to grow GM corn and crops in Ukraine. Um, and some of the Monsanto chemicals have even been used as chemical weapons, like um, Agent Orange in Vietnam, like, you know, is still killing people, causing birth defects in Vietnam. for instance, was refusing to accept food aid because they wouldn't accept frankenfood crops, but really they were trying to protect their agricultural system. So, um, like I said, this is part of the peace movement, and that's that's why we're out here against Monsanto, and I'll give the mic back to um, Margaret to announce the next speaker. Thank you, David, and thank you for all that you've done to put this together. And thank you very much to the Committee for Peace and Human Rights. You guys have been awesome to work with. Um, our... <laughs> 
Our next speaker is Bill Zimbrello. He's a Democratic candidate for Congress, and he's environmental scientist. Bill? Thank you, Margaret, and thank you, uh, everyone, for having me here. I appreciate the invitation and the opportunity. And uh, unfortunately, we don't have the best weather here, but we'll make the best of it. Oh, weather. really? Um, as Margaret said, my name is Bill Cimbrello. I'm running for U.S. Congress in the 9th Congressional District here in Massachusetts, and that covers uh, much of the South Shore, the Cape, and the islands. And uh, I do have a background as an environmental chemist, and I've always been very deeply passionate about our ecosystems, about the water we drink, about the air we breathe, and about the food we eat. But you don't need to be a chemist to realize that a chemical like glyphosate, which is sold under the name of Roundup, is poisonous. For after every study that Monsanto has paid for, for every single one of those studies, there are another dozen studies that have shown that the compound glyphosate may be poisonous or is inconclusive. Moreover, due to the secretive nature of the formulations in the sprays being used, it may very well be that some of the other constituents in the spray may be more dangerous than the glyphosate itself. We know from experience that too much of a good thing may actually turn into a bad thing. It's true of antibacterial soaps that have caused bacteria to mutate to stronger resistant strains. It's true of our fossil fuel driven cars that emit millions of tons of greenhouse gases. And it's true about a nation bent on empire building under the guise of spreading democracy. And it's also true about this little compound we've come to know as glyphosate. You see, like the bacteria building up an immune system to the soaps, so too have the weeds built up immunity to glyphosate. This has left the farmers with little option but to use greater amounts of this spray or go to stronger sprays. And in fact, in the 1990s, Monsanto is introduced genetically engineered corn and soy specifically to be able to better withstand their own poison. Since then, glyphosate sales have skyrocketed and instead of solving the weed problem, Thank you. Monsanto has made commercial farmers dependent, if not addicted, to the chemicals and the engineered crops. The commenting. The Monsanto line. has created a global market for suspected carcinogen uh, that has entered our food you chain, you can see, like, look, water supply, and on my broadcast, I have about 200 people watching. 32. Yet our concerns have yeah. largely been ignored, haven't they? So, people just don't care about GMOs anymore. That in the last 10 years, well, Monsanto, in addition to spraying billions of gallons of weed killer, has oh, yeah. also sprayed Congress with over $4 million of hush money. 
By keeping Congress flushed with campaign cash, they ensure a never-ending amount of selective hearing. From their corporate puppets, they have gotten the silent, the silent treatment that they wanted on us. We see this over and over again. The corporate influence of greed that shaped domestic and foreign policy endeavors. Yesterday, we learned of yet another tragic school shooting where 10 mostly young and innocent lives were taken from their loving parents and their communities. Yet again, we still allow corporate and special interests to continue to paralyze government and not even allow the most fundamental changes to our nation's outdated gun laws. <coughs> we must forever ban the sale of assault rifles what does that have to do to with Monsanto? In the United States, and also know who owns these and why. And I believe strongly that we must begin to treat mental health as seriously as we would any heart attack. President Trump has not drained the swamp as he promised. Instead, he has filled the swamp with a variety of creatures that defy our imagination. And not too surprisingly, the rapid turnover at the White House suggests that we should retrofit the front door with a revolving door. He has made America hate, not great. And he has made more Americans hated around the world by his irresponsible actions in Jerusalem and his tactless actions of conducting military exercises during delicate negotiations with North Korea and his mindless rejection of the Iran nuclear deal. <laughs> he has put Man. American lives and You're American funny. interests in grave peril. Mr. Trump, the ultimate bull in the China closet. And I do emphasize the bull. However, <laughs> Events like this one fill me with great hope that we are at a major turning point in America. Many of you out tonight, despite the weather, make me realize that this nation slowly is coming around to saying that enough is enough. There are thousands of people like us who are awake, who know that we are being lied to, that are stepping up to run for office at a local, state, and federal level. Independent of both parties. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Both imperialist parties. Yeah. Democrat and Republican. Yeah. They both supported Monsanto. Yeah. People yeah. ask me, why am I running for office? My reason should be very obvious. <laughs> the status quo is destroying the American dream. The status quo has created a nation where more than half of us are earning less than $30 million a year. Status quo has made medical oh, care. Oh, hey, what's up, mate? How you doing, bro? And the college, college education, not a path to knowledge and financial security. But enough out here for you. Pack Harvard. <laughs> this time, in our nation's history, there are thousands of Monsantos. Um, this guy took his GMO to the gun laws and shit. Dude, that was talking about. Instead of being. We don't need 
The chat is killing me right now. Oh my god, I'm on. I can't change this by myself. None of us can. Together, we can be instruments of change. There are other grassroots candidates, just like myself, who also will not accept corporate donations. Once in Congress, we will work together to be your voice, not the voice of the Monsantos or the billionaire class. We know we can't win against the established parties by beating them dollar for dollar. But we can win by spreading our message with your help and your support. Please come find me here uh, and uh, or my team members wear your pin or visit BillCirello.com to find out more. Donate, sign up, and volunteer. I hope all of you as I do the status quo Very nice. Cheers! Yay! Thank you, Bill. And Bill is a Democratic candidate for U.S. Congress in the 9th District. The hell with both parties. Yes. Yeah, unfortunately, it's really hard for um, any elected official to be against Monsanto. They get shunned and smeared at best. I want everyone to know we have some food and water up yet. Um, I'm actually going to be talking here soon, so I'm not going to uh, go into gun laws because this has nothing to do with that, and I don't want to divide the crowd and all that. So. And to uh, introduce our next speaker, I have another one of the march's organizers, uh, Dean Fogere. Oh, shit, that's me. I'm up. You guys want to film this one? All right, sweet. Thank you for your help in organizing this. I didn't actually really organize anything, but I just tried to help raise awareness for this, so thank you all for being here. Um, I guess it's fitting that it's raining today because uh, we're kind of in the same situation where the world's already coming to an end, and we're the ones who've already built the ark, and we're trying to tell everyone else to come on in and be like, hey, uh, don't eat that GMO stuff or else you're all going to die. And they don't want to hear it, but here we are, in our own little arc, I guess. <laughs> so, it's kind of uh, similar in that regard. Sorry. I used to hold my mic. But, uh... <laughs> Thank you so much for coming here. One of the biggest issues we face is, obviously, the tentacles between the big corporate overstructures and our own government. We can see these things. Um, in plain day, as you know, we've exposed as things like senior executive services, which is a pay grade above the G15 pay grade, where people like Michael Taylor are appointed to positions like the head of the FDA, even though they have absolutely no right to be appointed as such, and their only actual expertise is being, you know, ex-Monsanto employees. So this is the big problem we have. We have revolving door between you know, corporate America and the government, and it's become to a point where the government is now fascist. The definition of fascism is when corporations run the government or in cooperation with the government, and that's what we have. So we need a hard system reset. We can't just go to the normal left-right divide stuff that has ripped this country apart for so, so long. We can't let this thing about GMOs get sidetracked 
into some sort of left-right political thing when it has nothing to do with that. This is about saving everyone in society. This is about our health, our future. And it's about holding a company accountable for their actions. Amen. The Monsanto right. Protection Act is ridiculous. It has absolutely no place in America. Monsanto's products have no place in America, and everyone needs to know that. And they should be held accountable for their actions, just like everyone else. They infect an organic farm with their crap. They should be sued for the other way around. And that's what we're here protesting today. There's a reason GMOs were banned overseas. It's because they know they're not good for us. Why are we still accepting this here in America? And it doesn't just go to, like, the food. The stuff's in everything. We're fighting yeah. down on the Cape with uh, Laura Kelly with Poker Cape Cod to get them to stop spraying the power lines, yeah, which goes nice. into the drinking water, which then we all drink. Right. And even if you filter it with a ceramic filter, it still is in your shower water. It's in, you know, you go out eat somewhere. It's in that water. It's in all the stuff that you wash your dishes with. Glyphosate's getting in everything. You can find trace elements of it pretty much everywhere in the world now. So it's time for this to stop. It's time to hold Monsanto accountable and end their nonsense. And it's not just, you know, a problem for now. It's a future generation's problem. As someone alluded to earlier today, David said, you know, when they did tests on this, mice in the next generation, 50% infertile, right? And then the next generation, 100% infertile. And the eugenicists that created these companies, like the Rockefellers and stuff like that, those guys who created this type of medicine love it. Because what? Y'all eat the GMOs, and then what happens? Y'all get sick, and then you need more of their pharmaceuticals. And the same companies that make the drugs make the food now. Right. It's like the guy who owns a window shop running around and breaking windows <laughs> in the neighborhood. It's ridiculous. It is that bad. Okay, so this is that what has bad. to end, and that's all I wanted to say. The next person that's going to talk is Dr. Shiva, uh, who I invited here because he's written, you know, peer-reviewed articles, um, you know, scientific journals and stuff on why GMOs are bad, about formaldehyde levels and all these other things, and he's running for Senate as someone who would go against the Monsanto Protection Act. So that's why uh, he's going to speak, and I invite him on the stage. Thanks, Dave. Hi. Anyway, thanks for having me here. Listen, you know, I grew up on a farm in India. How many, anyone been to India here? No. Okay, you have. My grandmother was a poor village farmer who'd work 16 hours days in the field, and that's how they sustained themselves. Well, those farms have been destroyed all over South India because of Monsanto. So this is a very personal thing for me. As Dean said, this is not a left or right issue. This is not a Republican or Democrat issue. This is a human issue. And if you look at both of these political parties, the establishment is one. It's one devil with two faces. And we got to come to a conclusion on this as activists. For far too long, we thought that the Democratic Party would take care of this. We clearly know the other party doesn't, doesn't support this anyway. And the activist movement in the United States needs to break with both political parties on this issue because neither of them support you or me. They support Monsanto. Okay, so this is a personal issue for me. So 
When I saw my grandmother heal people using traditional systems of medicine, that's what got me interested in medicine. I came here as a uh, seven-year-old kid, went through the public school systems. By the time I was 14, I was doing medical research. Went to MIT, the military industrial academic complex we all know about, right? The part of the deep state. Well, working at MIT gave me access to knowledge that most people do not have access to. And they're probably very upset that I have four degrees from that place, including my PhD in biological engineering. So how did I get involved in this? Well, you got to understand about in 2014, I was walking down the halls of MIT and I saw this front page article on the front page of Technology Review. I don't know if you know this, this is considered the most eminent technology magazine. And on the front page, do you know what it said? It said, buy fresh, buy GMOs. <laughs> buy fresh, buy GMOs, written by the, the institution that we are all supposed to bow down to because they're supposed to be the major technology and scientific institute in the United States, right? Well, I looked at this and I said, you know, this is really weird. And I just finished my PhD, just come back from India on a Fulbright, had just created a new technology which allowed us to mathematically model molecular pathways and understand what's going on at the molecular level. And I was using it for helping herbs and other types of things. And I said, wait a minute, this is interesting. And by the way, as you read this article, it's a completely bullshit article. It, the article is basically a neo-missionary article written by the neo-missionaries like the Gates Foundation to tell our the darkies in India, me being a darkie, I can say that, that these people need GMOs. And if you read the article, it's completely bogus. Because the issue is not genetically engineered foods. The issue is that there's other fundamental issues of irrigation, etc. And th the United States imperialists and globalists have destroyed the infrastructure of soil of other countries. You know, Henry Kissinger said, if you want to control people, control their oil. But if I'm sorry, if you want to control a country, control oil. But if you want to control a people, control their soil. Now, that policy has been supported by, sorry, both Democrats and Republicans. We cannot trust either of these parties. Elizabeth Warren voted for the Monsanto Protection Act. She is not a fighter for you or me. She voted against Bernie's GMO labeling bill. And after we started attacking her, suddenly she says, now I'm going to stop the Monsanto-Bear merger. Well, too little, too late, Elizabeth. All right? This movement needs to take off. And it needs to happen now. So let me tell you what I did. So we used our technology, which allows us to model molecular pathways. And we looked at, you see, glyphosate is the, to those of you who don't know, glyphosate is the actual herbicide, which was created by Monsanto and Dow, the same company that created Agent Orange, all right, which was used to devastate not only the Vietnamese, but also our veterans who still are not taken care of. Well, that same company retooled that delivery engine to drop glyphosate on factory farms. Well, one of the important uh, agricultural products that we have in the United States, 97% of the soy in the United States is genetically engineered. 97%, which occurs everywhere in our food supply. So we looked at soy. And what I did was very cleverly, because I knew if I published one paper, it would destroy me, right? I understand how scientists work. So we published the first paper where we showed that genetically engineered foods, we found out that in every plant, every bacterium, every fungi, 
there's a very particular system called C1 metabolism. I don't want to take you into too much science, but it's fundamentally a way how plants sequester carbon and then they detoxify the process using a process called formaldehyde detoxification. Basically, every plant's like a little engine. You see, it has a very powerful antioxidant called glutathione, and it uses that to detox formaldehyde. So normal plants have high levels of this. Well, what our research showed was when they did the genetic insertion that it actually perturbs the entire system. You have 256% less glutathione. And that's why formaldehyde levels have been reported in not only soy, but in also corn. Well, we know why that's being caused. Well, anyway, we published a series of four papers. Kevin Sorry. Folta, who some of you may know of, is a horticulturist at the University of Florida State University, started attacking me. And Guys attacked me too online. Kevin on Folta him, and I have had full-on Twitter battles. emails came out showing that he was paid off by Monsanto. Here's a head of the horticultural department. What we live in right now is those universities across the river over there, MIT and Harvard, do fake science. The fake science that is used by the media to do fake news. You see, because journalists don't no longer do any type of reporting anymore. They cut and copy. And then it gets fossilized on Wikipedia. That's how it occurs. But I'll tell you, you're looking at someone who's put his time in. You know, I know science. That's a problem that MIT has and the military-industrial complex has. I know the fact that how the political systems work. I, uh, if you guys have a chance, there's a movie I just did with that Pierce Brosnan uh, just funded. It's called Poisoning Paradise. It's about the devastation of what's going on in the island of Kauai. Literally, the western part of the island has been destroyed. It's basically used as a testing ground by all the agrobiotech companies. And I'm, it's a great movie. I'm the main scientist in it discussing. It's won 11 film awards. So to Dean's point, there's an opportunity for us to change. And, you know, our campaign is not left or right. A couple of last month, we did a free speech rally over there. The media characterized it as a Nazi rally. Okay, you're looking at a dark Indian guy. We talked about no to Monsanto. We talked about we need to end racism by the Democrats and the Republicans. Black, white That's where we're at, guys. The establishment <laughs> yeah. is one. Let's stop having any type of illusions of the Democrats and Republicans. And the day we do that, this movement is going to grow. But anytime we think that Elizabeth Warren or some Republican is going to help us, you're out of your mind. Both of these parties support the military-industrial complex. Both of them get paid by it, and both of them profit from it. So I like what you said, but you got to dump the Democratic Party. Okay? They're part of the problem. They really are, guys, and so are the Republicans. So it's about time that we as activists escalated this movement and we made Harvard and MIT know that we're, look guys, we're in the belly of the beast right here. What better place to have an explosive movement than right here? So anyway, Dr. Shiva Adure, I'm not here to tell you I'm running for Senate. That's not why I care. I've been an activist against Monsanto long before I ran for Senate. Running Senate is hopefully a move. Uh, uh, an opportunity to build a movement because any one of us is insignificant here but we got to build a movement that's what we need thank you so it is very scary um what can you do you can buy organic buy non-gmo garden these are positive steps but we need we need big great. change people are loving it and our next speaker is going to introduce himself more fully for now i'll just say Ev. thank you so much
Good. Good turnout. Got everyone here. Good covenant members. We got everybody. Hello, greetings. Hello, greetings. Hello. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the rain. What I want to say most importantly is that you are very important. You are have to lead the charge. You have to lead the change. And we have to do it with everything we do. I bought a bottle of water because I was very thirsty in the distance. And then I saw a water fountain not far by. I wanted to give him back the bottle of water. But then I looked at the guy who was in the rain selling pretzels and water. So, but what I wanted to say is that every step that we make, may our uh, focus be on walking the talk so that we can create the change. Um, my name is, people call me Epps. Um, and my whole name is David Eben Allenbar, um, also known as Eben Three Arrows. I'm a member of the On this day, at this time, I would like to um, thank that very much all of the ancestors who brought us this far. And um, the earth and the sky, and we do that by no guys, I'm Q, okay? It's kind of cool. Did not see this coming. I like it though, this is cool. I give thanks for this day. Keep reading this 
sweet breath that comes forth from my nostrils. <laughs> You're probably right, Cindy. Thy rays encompass the lands, even all thou hast made. Thou bindest us by thy love, through thy art of fire, thy rays are on earth, through thy art of fire, thy footprints are in the Cindy, Krista, should that be the opening for STWT this week? Thank you, thank you, Rev. <laughs> All right, next up we have uh, Tara Friedrich. She is a former Acton Select person. And I forget what else I was going to say about you. <laughs> Alright, thank you so much, Margaret, for organizing and for being out here, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. And of course, I won't talk about myself so much. Too much. So, um, the first thing I want to say, though, is like, I discovered that the city councils, the city councils, the boards of selectmen across the Great state, quote, Jason every Harris. year, renew the business permits for all these companies. They come, the permits don't get approved one by one. They come in a pile of paper, both sides covered, and they do not review any of the performance of those corporations before they approve these bills business permits. So one of the reasons I got unelected was that I challenge that. I said we should look at each one to decide if they're serving the Commonwealth. Because under the state constitution, corporations are supposed to serve the social compact. Corporations, when they were forming the idea of a corporation, they're very afraid of the idea of corporations taking over the government, taking over people. And so they put great limits on the powers of the corporations. And that they weren't supposed oh to serve. Oh my God! Look at this group right, coming across the street now. Holy shit! So we've gone from effectively capitalism <laughs> for the stakeholders, which is everybody. The original hey. corporations were to build oh, yes. a bridge, a school, <laughs> and then they were supposed to be dissolved. So we've gone from <laughs> business for uh, YouTube the gold stakeholders right to that is some YouTube gold. And just to put that in perspective. <laughs> Every dollar that gets spent on lobbying Welcome to Boston, everybody. by the corporations <laughs> pays a return of about 900%. You can't even make that kind of return on Wall Street. And yet our legislators do nothing. Under the state law, we could ban all of these activities. Past Mass Amendment is an organization built in state house. That is spent for an out-of-state donors. Um, we have several bills, so please check out passmassamendment.org. This is making change at the local, at the state level. There you go. Is, is Washington ever going to help us? No, even. Okay, Washington is never going to help us, folks. So why do we spend so much time talking about Washington? Talking about how we wish they would. Gosh, why don't they? Good golly, let's uh, let's complain some more. 
No, we have that power now. Do you guys have the power to exist? Yes. Okay, so we have, do we have the do we have the right to exist? Yes. Do yeah. we have the right to ensure that our laws protect our right to exist? Yes. Yeah, okay, so 90% of the power to make change is right here at your city council. Another 5% is up on the hill. 5% only in Washington. We got all the power right here. Do you have so a right Acton to right subscribe now, to this channel? Yes. Privileged community, but Hit that subscribe to, button. Uh, we've gotten, Occupy helped a lot with language <laughs> and research, so we went back to Acton and, and tried to mobilize these people. They say, oh, we don't want fracked gas. Okay, then why is your board of selectmen approving these extensions to the gas lines with the curb cuts and the rights of way digging? All those permits get approved by you. Oh, we can't. We're nervous. We'll get sued. Guess what? can't really get sued. As a selectman, I found out that to, to sue a municipality is such a high bar that all they have to do is file. Be sure that you have that power. Your city county, your, your, your town board of selectmen have that power. They're not using them. Okay? We finally got the board of selectmen in Acton to our special council to prepare gas leaks that's going up into the air and the ratepayers pay it. The, the, the gas company doesn't even pay to fix their own leaks even though we pay them to fix they just take it in profit. So we made a bylaw, well, started to make the bylaw, extensions to fix the leaks. Oh, come on, don't buffer. Because they knew we were getting serious. So it's Community Environmental Legal Defense Fund. If anybody has ever heard of CELDEF, they're establishing rights <laughs> of nature. The right <laughs> for the trees, the grass, the weeds to exist. No, the march is uh, going to take place after the talks. Oregon now. So these communities are using uh, their local film the march legal with the uh, GoPro to push back on these corporations. And I can't think of anything else to say except for get your city council in order, run for office for goodness sakes. Uh, three hundred, uh, I think it's three hundred signatures to get on the ballot for state senate. What is it? One hundred fifty for state rep. That's like an afternoon's worth of work, right, guys? You know you can do it. And so just get on the ballot. You win by getting on the ballot, right, Jed? We don't need to actually like get on the seat to make a lot of difference because as soon as you run for office, the newspaper's gonna be calling you, the TV's gonna be calling you, and you're gonna talk, and guess what's gonna happen? People are gonna look to the other guy and say, you know, that's a pretty good idea, right? So we win by getting on the ballot. Thank you very much for organizing. Yeah, thanks All for coming right. out. Awesome. Thank very you, nice. Tara. Very Tara nice. Awesome. Very All nice. right. Our next speaker is Luis Sanchez. He's with the Venezuela Solidarity Committee. Thank you, Luis. Hi, folks. How are you? Everybody hear me? Yeah. Okay. Thank no. you so much. First, I'm looking this way. I want to thank you for bringing that spiritual uh, moment to, to here because we're talking about... Uh, the land, we're talking about the seeds, and therefore we're talking about us and how we have to make that connection. Not that we have to, but we are naturally connected. And we're starting to, we're not starting to feel, but we can tell how we are being You can see people walk by, look, hey, maybe that guy doesn't know about GMOs. Now he's like, what the hell is this all about? I'll go home and look this shit up. I also do some work with the Boston Another Woken Nine, right there. We are showing a movie at 6 p.m down the street here at Encuentro Cinco, uh, and uh, the movie is called uh, Harvest of Empire. And it talks, as gentlemen wrote a book, uh, 
you won an award for it, turned into a movie, and he talks about the history of immigrants. How, why is it? You guys want to know? He wants to know what's up. He's like, what the hell is going on? Look at him. He's like, what? What's going on? A lot of these people talking about. I can't even pay attention to the traffic. I'm so interested. Economically, socially, politically. Look away. Look away. The movie talks about, I'll be giving the hand out. I hope to see a couple of people there. So who am I? <laughs> so who am I? My name is Luis Sanchez again, and I am uh, I'm here on behalf of the uh, Boston uh, uh, so, uh, uh, Solidarity Committee. Uh, we are uh, so uh, Boston, Boston Venezuela Solidarity Committee. I'm sorry, <laughs> I got that. Um, and what we do is uh, we um, see <laughs> all of us. Here, understand as you know already. What I'm we had a good say, bit. But we have seen the the administration, which I don't like to call by its name. I don't I don't respect it enough to call it by its name. So I call it the administration. Um, has declared war on Venezuela. That's it. It's a killer war. It's declared economic war. Venezuela is also. I want to ask a quick question. I want to see uh, raising hands here. Does uh does who knows here that 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 uh, the half, half half of us know, but the other ones the other half don't know because there's something you don't hear in the media. The media is not saying you know look at all these Venezuelans they're running out of Venezuela because they don't have any food. Have uh, forced upon them the economic worth uh, that is being declared in Venezuela. See what they really want. To all right, I'm gonna restart it because the buffering is getting really bad. Everybody is saying so. I'm gonna restart the stream. Uh, 